You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, David Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Ass to ass. Ryan Geddes is here. Hello. And Sam Claiborne is here. Oh, uh, it's so my first Gamescoop. I'm so happy to be what? here. What? This is your first Gamescoop? Yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. I couldn't remember if you had been on. <clears> I've been on much podcast, but I always said, uh, you know, if the last thing I ever do is get a Gamescoop, then good enough. Yeah, so, uh, happy with that. yeah, welcome. Yeah. You're uh, obviously listeners. Sam is uh, our, one of our guides gurus here at uh, IGN. Uh, so he's much, so much more, more than that. He also does awesome oh, features true, yeah, true. and hacks and yeah. tons of stuff. And I run our cheats channel, so I get to read fake cheats all the time. So yeah. If you're interested in submitting some fake cheats, send them our, <laughs> send them my way because I really enjoy them. Nice. <laughs> uh, we got a long uh, three day weekend coming up. I started about that. a little while ago. Did you? You're already on there? Yeah. Already Scott Miller coasting. time. Yeah. Three sheets to the wind, <laughs> staring at a blank word document all day long. <laughs> what are we celebrating this Monday? It's a President's President's, Day. Presidents? Oh, the Presidents. Mm-hmm. Nice guys. Yeah. They've helped us out a lot. So don't uh, come into the office on Monday. <clears throat> again. But before we go, we're gonna, we have to record a game, Scoop. We have lots of stuff to talk about. It's been kind of a big week. Yeah. Lots of uh, zombie news what? this week. Zombie... Uh, Games and development. Zombies have been popular for a little bit now. I don't know. It's cool, but you know, you never see zombies in games, though. So I'm glad (laughs) glad there's finally a crossover. Well, it takes a while for things in pop culture to trickle down to gaming. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like we were talking about earlier today, uh, last night, Telltale announced Walking Dead, uh, the game based on the Walking Dead comics and and TV series. Yeah. But uh, I think the the the, uh, thunder had been stolen from that little that announcement a little it bit it should have been a lot bigger than it was yeah it should have been the zombie news of the week yes but, but instead, really dead island yeah that's dead what island. we were talking about we chuck up. from nbc tweeted about it 
Also, Ice T from NBC. Yeah, I tell you, NBC. They are on the and, cutting edge of my And IGN Simon Pegg, who is not from NBC. This is a, about it anyway. This is a trailer we put up on Monday that totally. Wednesday. Uh, just on Wednesday, yeah, totally blew up. God, it did like half a million views on the first day. I looked, it did another two hundred seventy-five thousand. Yeah, yeah. I just can't <laughs> stop nice watching your screen. Nice tea. Can't stop watching. Should it. we do a little bit of the music, Greg? Yeah. Oh, I remember the bongs. <laughs> the bongs? Yeah. Is, is the music from something else? I'm getting sad now. Yeah, this is, it doesn't, not quite as affecting when you guys do it, really? I don't think. I yeah. thought it was better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Dead Island trailer went up, and it was awesome. So that, that this is kind of a interesting... I mean, Dead Island is, was announced years yeah, so, ago. Yeah, this game was announced in 2007. You wrote the original announcement story. Yes. Uh, news announcement story on IGN, yes. 2007. As Techland, Polish developer, the guys who did Call of Juarez and Chrome. Polish. Yes, they're Shut Polish. Shut the front door. They're from Poland. Yes, they have cool. three offices in Poland, actually. Cool. And, and they just announced a sequel to Call of Juarez, right? Yeah. That's well, there was there was Call of Juarez Bound in Blood, right? Was the sequel. And there's then there's another one. Now there's one that's set in modern day, I think. Yeah. Call of the Future, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, call it modern, <laughs> modern Juarez, I think. But yeah, these guys um, have been working on this game the whole time. I put it on you know, the Future Life support, where it's like games that are kind of, we, they disappeared, we haven't heard about them for a while. It was on there. I thought I would never see this game come to light. But then finally, they got a publisher, Deep Silver, out of Germany, and they showed me the game a couple weeks ago, and it was looking good, and they said they had an awesome trailer, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, snap. So yeah, we yeah. Uh, we put we put it up. It's so good. hopefully, <laughs> listeners, you've seen this trailer by now. If uh, not, you definitely should check it out. It's awesome. So it runs backwards and forwards. Yeah, so spoilers and, in the beginning. Yeah, we mm. we did a reverse then when we, so I think yesterday we put up a tra- uh, like the back to front so you can see it in sequential oh, wow, order. I haven't seen that yet. Does and it then, make sense? I mean, it, it does. Yeah, it tells it the story of what happens. It definitely takes a lot of the, it takes a lot of the uh, oomph out of it though yeah for sure but then greg and i just today recorded a rewind theater where we oh, go cool. through pretty much frame by frame so uh, that's going up if you listen to this on friday it's going up this evening so you'll just check ign tonight it'll go up in a few hours are those characters <laughs> characters in the game can you please put down the warhammer what i like this ladies thing. and gentlemen he has two tubes two mailing tubes taped together with Alabama t- co- collegiate duct tape. Isn't that the Oakland he's, A's? I thought it was. Oh, that's no, a, this is collegiate. Okay. He's written Moljar on the side Mjolnir, of it. That's the name and of the And now he's trying to be all hammer. professional and talking with this giant ham. Look, okay, when I was a kid, when we, around Christmas time, there would always be a lot of empty <laughs> wrapping paper tubes, and I used to like playing with them. So there, there happened to be two of them in the office. One's tall, one's a little stubby one. So I made like a war hammer. I taped them together. Mm-hmm. Here, Sam, you take this. Tell hey. me it's not fun to hold on to. <laughs> hey, did you grow up with cats in your house? I didn't. Cats are really scared of tubes. It's like talking through tubes and stuff. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah, totally. really? Yeah. I've had a couple cats, you know, growing up, and every time you pick it up, you're like, "Hey, kitty!" and they're like, "Ah, <laughs> what's happening?" Yeah. Now tell me that's not a satisfying Try feeling. Try it at home. Yeah, it is that. satisfying. Yeah. Okay. I, so, yeah. I, I thought this was something that somebody had sent into Game Scoop, and there's something like wrapped in here. So the whole time you're, came, I thought we were gonna like unpackage this in oh, the no, show. No, no, no. Like, what's what, in the tube? What could possibly in the two T tubes? There was a Michael really Jordan know. poster in there. I think. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Dead Island, yeah. really, really cool. We, we have yet to see the meat and potatoes of this game. Right, that's just a trailer, so we haven't seen any. I mean, I've seen some gameplay, but it was just a really small slice that um, it doesn't really tell us what the game, the final game, from what be like. you saw on that. Do you think it could actually come out this year? That's what they're saying, right? Twenty eleven. It could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, do you it think could. it will? What's your I opinion? don't think Roll it will. Do think I so? personally don't think it will. If I had to gamble on it right now, yeah. I would say that game will be. Maybe a summer release next year, but they're they, saying 2011. This is just this is just total guesswork. I'm really interested to see it because, like, you know, I'm a big zombie fan, and it, some of the stuff they're doing sounds cool. Like, I like the fact mm-hmm. that I mean, it's melee combat. You, yep. you say it's first person. Which yep. Is but really so weird. tell us, tell us what is the game okay. actually like. So 
This is island. Basically, and you, shit's dead on it, man. It's, What's it's, your problem, Hatfield? You, yeah. is, oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna have a late game scoop and then be pouty all day during a day. That's your in a bit of a mood today. Thank this you. This is not what, serious. Uh, it's, it's really isn't you? All right, let's take well, okay, to be honest, to be honest, what's wrong? I had bad tacos for lunch. Uh, really, really disappointing well, they tacos. They, they weren't really go? tacos you at all. South Park. Yeah, yeah, that's your problem. It's Jesus, mediocre it was Mexican food. Yeah, it uh, was the really torta is amazing. No, I just ate the crap out of it, and I had a perfectly good experience. Yeah, I ate the chicken out of it. Nice view of the park, though. Well, the park is very nice, unless it's raining. Anyway, we can't seem to keep on track with uh, Dead Island here. So the, the game is, it's a first-person melee action slash RPG kind of deal. I think you you got it. I mean, you, you used that exact description in the article. Did I? Okay. I also, it it's an RTS and a match, match three puzzle game, Tower Defense. <laughs> so you, you you come to this island. For as, fans of the genre. Yes. You There's four, characters, four character classes to choose from, okay? And you can start out as either one of them. One's a ranged guy. One's a tank guy. One's a, more of a middle ground joking? guy. No, this is serious. Oh, okay. There's four different classes. Serious. You pick which one you want, and you can play through a single player as that character. And you play through the perspective of somebody who's come to the island as a tourist or whatever, and then this outbreak occurs, and you got to fight your way off the island. Mm-hmm. The combat is is overall, it's melee. So you pick up stuff in the in, in the environment. You might find Thor's hammer, like Sam has here. You might find a pipe, a machete, whatever it is. And, and your weapons degrade over time. So the more you hit with them, the more they become useless, unless you repair them at workbenches. And you can also upgrade your weapons with stuff you find in the environment. So you can make your, you know, pipe become more do more damage and make an axe do more damage, whatever. And there are some firearms, but it's very, very limited, like you would find on a real island. You know, it's not like <laughs> Left 4 Dead where there's just like piles of weapons everywhere. It's like, hey, you might find a, de- a gun in some random dude's desk drawer, but then the ammo is very limited and it's not going to last you very long. So it's definitely about getting up in the face of zombies. And hey, there's is, different zombie classes. Is that nice family in the game that you saw? No, that family. Yeah, well, well, Greg plays the music all. Uh, the family that you see in the game is a side story to that of the main characters. Okay. So Can what's you happening? Save them and prevent that horrible stuff. See, I don't know, and I, I got. Because how cool would that be if you see like this horrible ending in the trailer, and then like you know, like oh, I don't want that outcome to happen through the whole game, and I think that that'd be a that'd be your motivation. You know what? Yeah. Uh, here's what I'm gonna yeah. say, Sam. Because it's really sad. Th- that family might have it coming. Really? He wears a wedding ring. She does not. Maybe they're out <laughs> on in a little, you know, affair. I don't know why they have the kid there. You guys Maybe really the kid's hers. Rewind Maybe theaters, the kid's didn't hers. You? I didn't think. Well, that's we the also talked ring. about the fact that the parenting is really not that good. Um, they they let the girl run around the halls of the hotel no, by herself. No, no. Well, that's what happened. She's running by herself. She's running away from zombies. The the outbreak has happened. They're aware of it. They're already in their room. This is just like how I've said. If it got really bad in the zombie apocalypse and they're at the door, I'm I, Portillo gets tossed over over the railing. He's gone oh, first. But you don't. Want him You're there. gonna throw Pratilla off yes. the balcony? Why? Yes, because he barks. Like if, if Pratilla <laughs> was in the room right now, staring at me, and I went, he would start barking. So some shambling. Could you just in the put hall. him in a pillowcase or something? Do you have to throw him over the edge? No, I don't want to suffocate get him with that tube. baby on match. Get a big tube and yell for him. He would just cower in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's still generating noise. Anyways, I'm. You're choosing that. yourself over Portillo. Yeah, of course. Oh, wow. I'm a human being. I thought you loved your dog. I, I do I love my dog. Did. And I think that's a better way to go than seeing me eating or him being eaten or whatever. And not to mention... <laughs> I what like I zombies say, eat dogs. Zombie Portilla would be pretty cute. Yeah, it would yeah, be well, adorable. Of yeah. Yeah. Well, what, I mean, once I'm dead, he's... Anyway, we're getting off track. <laughs> the parents... 
zombie apocalypse happens, they they lock themselves in. So then why they, is they she running that, around by herself in the hallway? Because she was already out at the pool or something. And, by herself? But she wasn't running toward them. She was. Well, I guess she was she running, was running toward towards them. them. Yeah. She was running back home. She was out yeah. doing something and ran back. So this is what I'm saying. It's bad parenting but to let your child run but, around the hotel by herself. Resor- She's like eight years old. At resorts, they do children activities. Maybe she was at children's arts and crafts times. That is, that, is a fair, that is a fair point. Thank you. <laughs> this is all inclusive. Do you understand? They get, you get the wristband. <laughs> okay. You get to go to the arts and crafts. You get to get a drink. She didn't have parents. like a plate of you know blueberry muffins or anything that she might have got at the continental breakfast. The real the real sad story that we didn't even touch on in this is that they're in, that this is day one. They just got there. They haven't enjoyed <laughs> he anything. His bag. I know, right? Yeah. We're gonna have a great. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> What's happening on the lawn? <laughs> uh, other things about the game: it's open world, so there's quests you can do and things you need to do to solve the what's happening with on the island, what the mystery is. But you can go anywhere and do kind of anything you want. This is what they're saying, right? This always changes. We hear this a lot about games, and then it ends up being a little bit more restrictive than we thought. But a lot of the things you see in the trailer, like the lighthouse in the distance and all that stuff, you can actually go to these places in the game. Mm. Well, hopefully, so it's, we'll see, right? Hopefully, I mean, it's not a case where it's an awesome trailer and the game's yeah, like, yeah. it's very, it's very likely, right? We see that, that happens a lot, so yeah. I hope it's not in this case. I mean, they got a lot of people very excited, so they have a lot to live up to after yeah. that trailer. People are not, people are definitely thinking about that game now, and they're, then looking, they're also, showing it at GDC, so I mean, it'll be our chance to kind of get a look at it, right? Yeah, there's going to be a little bit more showing. We don't know what yet exactly. Yeah. Uh, if they're just going to show the same demo to a lot of people that they already showed us or not, but <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, tough, tough week for. Looks Walking like it has Dead. more serious tone. Well, it, it's it not, definitely it's not does. Like a, it's yeah, not so campy. Like everything then, you describe sounds like Dead Rising, right? Like, like a lot of that. But you know, strip the humor off. Yeah, but just take out the goofiness. Yeah. So then the next day, Telltale announces Walking Dead, the game. Yeah. And this is bad timing, is That's, all it is. Neither it, one of these companies knew that the other course. one was doing this. Yeah. And it's one of those things where Walking Dead comes out and it's a huge name to be attached to, and they have nothing to show for yep. it. They had no They're just trailer, saying, we no are screen. making this game. They had art. They didn't even... Like, I had an interview with Kirkman go up on IGN, Robert Kirkman, the creator. Creator. And he... He, he, couldn't go, he couldn't go into what kind of game it was, whether it was first person, third person adventure action. Did you like, talk to him at all about no. the Dead Island thing? And <laughs> No, no, no. Because he could only do it through email because of his schedule for travel. Mm. So, well, yeah. we know what kind of games the Telltale's been making. Right? Exactly. I, I, like you just saw Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. And yeah. actually, that's pretty different from what Telltale has usually been doing. Telltale Absolutely. makes downloadable you know, point and click adventures. Yeah, Sam, Sam and Max, Max, Back to the Future. Strong I would like bad. to point out here that Sam has had ample opportunity to set Mjolnir aside, and he still is, is wielding it <laughs> as it should be wielded. Yeah. Check this out. Look, I'm gonna use it as a crutch. <laughs> no, yes, no. yes. I'm gonna open a bottle of wine. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. TNT's got to explode. <laughs> Defacing it. I'm so happy he's here. God, Sam Claiborne's one of my favorite people in the office, but I never get to song. hang out with him, so I always think he doesn't like me. No, he's just uh, he's he's That's focused. How it works. Sam is focused. I just thought when you said that you were being passive aggressive and you didn't like me. No. Oh. All right, cool. Oh wait, Damon, I can't tell him what I'm doing with this. One. This is what I'm gonna do with mine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that how, is that uh, how it works for you? Yeah. Well, okay. like, the blood, <laughs> the blood being pumped into it. Okay. Blood, so it's not, I don't know. It's how, not just like it's just... <laughs> yeah. Depending on what's you know going on. I, I really wish we were videotaping uh, today's podcast, but <laughs> smoking a pipe. <laughs> Pipes still look. I don't no, smoke. Don't, I don't, don't know. Really like anyway. Uh, what? <laughs> dressing. <laughs> I love doing visual gags for this audio podcast. <laughs> Jurassic Park from Telltale is more like Dragon's Lair or I Am Told Heavy Rain. Couldn't make it more than an hour into that game. But, oh. Uh, you're like, you know, Because it was so intense? Yeah, it was just too much for me. <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean, yeah. 
I, I, <laughs> more, 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 the more visual guys, <laughs> yeah. audience. Um, but yeah, it is like having right where you're like just hitting buttons. You're following on right Quick time cues. events. Yeah, quick time events to escape from dinosaurs, basically. Yeah. But there's lots of cool like grizzly uh, dinosaur deaths. So do you are you moving the character at all, or is it like you're you not, walk into, you're watching yeah. it and then something? It's like all quick time. Yeah, from what we've that's seen, you're not directly like. controlling a character. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's why it is like other Telltale games, though, right? I think that's mm. kind of a PC style that is adventure true. game too. And so I, I think like like anything they're going to do with Walking Dead is probably going to be. You know, really story based and just choose, choose your own adventure. That's what they talk about, right? Because I mean, right. The Walking Dead. When you read it, uh, for people who haven't, it's super spoilers. text heavy. No, I'm not giving you spoilers. Just the way it's set up. I mean, it's Kirkman spoilers. writes yeah. novels in these things, and mm-hmm. then zombies just happen to crash your wall and do something, or you know, this happens, blah blah. blah. So they were talking about, you know, keeping that. That's going to be the nut of the thing, right? Is that they want to bring that storytelling experience to interactive video. Games. So is it more of an interactive comic than a game? No idea. We'll see. It's just, they're saying Q4 for this year. And they they're working on other comic and movie based stuff too, right? The so, way they the way they announced know, it was uh, for Kirkman's tie-in oh. was that it was a multi-year, multi-series, multi-deal. So the so he Hulk also would does be, Invincible. He also does Invincible. He also does Astonishing Wolfman, which I hope we don't get. Just give me Invincible. <laughs> and then we'll be Astonishing Wolfman sounds amazing. I don't know what it, it is. It's t- you. It, it's a, it, you would like it. You would <laughs> Wait, very so much you like hate it. it, but I would like it. I, I don't hate it. It's just it doesn't do it for me. It's but dumb. You, you would love just I, from everything you know with your majority hammer here <laughs> and you're just jumping around. I do like werewolves. Yeah, this one. Yeah. And he's he's a smart werewolf. When he's a werewolf, he's smart. So he knows what's happening yeah. when he's a werewolf. He's yeah. aware of, of what he is. He's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was not planned. Greg Miller. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the hammer. <laughs> I know. I'm Whoever telling you. Hold this hammer. Is he be worthy? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's addictive. It is addictive. I agree. Well, now I feel good. There you go. Yeah. I don't know if I can. I host a podcast while holding this. I think sure. so. It doesn't look good with Damon. Doesn't look what? good. I'm just kidding. Jeez. <laughs> Sam tells it like it is. Uh, Jurassic, we have, listeners, we have a, a Jurassic Park kill montage going up on IGN today. That's uh, really fun. Uh, killing the dinosaurs or the ki- no, dinosaurs people, killing people? people getting killed by From dinosaurs. From what I heard, too, just to give more feedback, if this is the first time they heard about the Jurassic Parks, mm-hmm. set in the time of the first movie, yes. you're connected to the Newman story somehow with the <laughs> yeah. Barbasol that has the Yeah, museum? something that is going on with okay. like that. The, one of the main characters... Dennis Nedry has escaped with it and died already. Okay. And that's kind of set the motions of Jurassic Park events like... So everything's escaping gotcha. I think, when the game yeah. starts. Um, but it's not the same people. No. If you remember in the movie, uh, when they find the sick Triceratops, yeah. I think, and there's Aww. there's like a park ranger there. That's That guy is like one of the main characters in, in oh, this cool. game. Oh, yeah. cool. That's cool. So it's following I, like, him. I like that. It's following him and his family. And then the guys at Telltale were telling me that by the end of the first episode, you're escaping the island, and then the, fir- the following episodes will follow the events of Jurassic Park 2 and 3. <laughs> oh, cool. It's funny. It's just the problem with the hammer is that it's fine when you're goofing around, but yeah, then as yeah. soon as you start making a real point about yeah. anything, you're holding cardboard tubes. That's why I was laughing at Gettys. One hand is completely explaining this game we've never heard about, and he's all into it, and then the other hand is holding Alabama taped up tubes. Pretty good. <clears throat> That's funny. So, did, you, did any of you guys read the Michael Crichton Jurassic Park books? Oh, yeah. I remember being really freaked out. I love the first book, just as an action sort of adventure story. The second one creeped me out, because that was the one when the dinosaurs escaped the island. Mm-hmm. And there was a story about, um, who were the little ones called? Not the raptors, but the smaller the, ones? The, the ones that spit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spitters. They were, like, going into a little village and stealing, like, children out of their beds and stuff and eating Whoa. them. 
This is what I remember, like from the book. So it was creepy. Like Jurassic Park got really scary. Yeah. For me, I guess when I was young. It's probably just pages your mom wrote put in there. <laughs> and if they didn't eat all their greens, <laughs> those spinny dinosaurs crawled into their bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that uh, may explain why all the alien abduction stuff was in my little <laughs> golden books, too. I so so at the event last night, we were all standing around like well, there's a big thing of TVs, and everybody was like earnestly playing these, you know, <clears throat> this game, like trying to escape these dinosaurs. And IGN was there with a crew and a bunch of people standing around it. Well, they they killed people over. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> Anthony over Anthony Gallegos was playing it, and he was purposely dying at every time because we were everybody else it, yeah. was sitting silently, kind of going through the game, like oh, and like <laughs> mashing buttons. And Anthony, you know, everybody just uproariously sees, you know, these people getting torn apart. It's like violent. Yeah, it's like, awesome. and does it look realistic i haven't had a chance to look at the article before this it's a little There's stylized like, caricatures yeah. it's yeah it's definitely it's, stylized. but you yeah. know what's jurassic park style is like the, the t-rex from jurassic park looks like that t-rex mm. like with these like ridges above its yeah. eyes and, i don't know you can kind of tell i think we were actually talking to a programmer that was saying that he they did a bunch of research on dinosaurs and stuff but also like just watch the old movies and just try to get that cg down mm. is really jeff goldblum in it <laughs> No, I don't think they have anybody. For right, do you have to pilot a raft down like a series of waterfalls? Because that was my favorite part in the Sega Genesis Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Did you play the Super Nintendo one? No, I'm sure it was the same, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was right. like a top-down like Zola-like Actually, adventure. No. And then you go inside a building and it's like Doom. So really? Zola, it was first Doom. person? It was first person on Super Nintendo. Like rendered, <laughs> well, Doom like, was on well, Super Nintendo. Yeah, I liked, it looks pretty I liked, good. I like the first person oh. games on Interesting. Super Nintendo. We should do a visual history on that, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Uh, also, Telltale also announced they're rebooting the King's Quest franchise, which is very exciting. Yeah, really Didn't show anything on that either, but at least we know do that's coming. you really coming. like King's Quest? I really do, yeah. People keep oh, you know, lauding King's, yeah. King's Quest, and I, I played it, and I, and I remember just being... I didn't know what to do. I mean, what do you do in those games? Yeah, it's very, very complicated. You get stuck very easily. Mm-hmm. Which Actually, ones did you play? Five? Five and uh, See, I played five on the NES. <laughs> oh, see, yeah, I right? played it on PC. I know, but yeah. Yeah. It's the cruelest at the time, thing at the time I didn't know any better. I thought it was awesome. Did they also announce Fables? Yes, they're making Fables, which Dude, maybe you can explain what Fables is. No, I never got into the okay. series, so I was ex- I read excited the first when I saw it last book. night. Yeah, what did you think of it? Yeah, yeah, I'd read one before, but uh, it, it's it's goofy. You know, the premise is that it's like Snow White and the Big Bad Wolf and like the Three Little Pigs. Like, it's all these storybook in, characters yeah, from Fables that are- Jack and the Beanstalk in New York City because they've been banished from the storybook realm, and they treat it like almost like a Watchmen type thing, where mm. it's like. This is what would happen if they're in real life. So they have to keep their identity secret, kind of, and just like if I, it's it's a ridiculous premise, yeah. and it's written well enough to not be like totally embarrassing when you're reading it, and, and the art's cool and stuff. I think it could be a, an interesting adventure game, but see, when you when you do get like tipped off to like, you know, like oh, this Jack character is actually Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk because mm-hmm. they like give little hints like, oh yeah, it used to be you know this giant killer, what a jerk. It's it's just kind of strange, you know. It has a weird vibe. Telltale announced a bunch of stuff. They got that. <clears throat> they have Puzzle Agent Two coming this summer too. So, what's uh, that? Do you know what Puzzle, Puzzle, Puzzle Agent came out last summer? It's like a, it's their take on uh, Professor Layton. So it's exactly that same sort of gameplay where you're an, an investigator in a in a town that's sort of like Fargo, North Dakota. Is he a gentleman? He, how do you mean? Oh, like Professor Layton is all about being a gentleman. Well, it's it's more about the weirdness of the town. It's like a weird sort of Coen Brothers esque. Okay, so he's a jerk. Vision of a town. Yeah. Uh, and then you saw puzzles coming around too. And then Puzzle Agent 2 is coming this summer. So Telltale is kind of a small uh, pub- or developer and publisher. And they're just doing so much. They're just doing tons and tons of And they're of into stuff. everything they're doing too. They also I know, yeah. They're sort of, you know, they sort of pioneered the whole downloadable episodic thing. So apparently that's going well for them. 
Greg. Yeah. Sony's banning uh, PS3s. Uh, yeah, Is my PS3 going to be banned? It's about time. No, yours doesn't get turned on, so you don't have to worry about it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Those firmware updates will be there when you're ready, Damon. <laughs> don't you worry. Uh, yeah, you know, there's been some hackings and hacksores going on. So now they have some kind of uh, system running where if it finds that you're playing with a hacksword stuff or tweaking stuff in emulators and whatnot, mm. if you're basically being a bad person with your PS3. A bad person. Yeah. Originally, the story was that they would ban your PS3 from ever being able to connect online. Uh. Since then, they've gone back and said it bans your PSN account, which so really it doesn't stop anything at all. So you can start a new account? Exactly. Because they're free, oh. so what do you care? So it's a non-story. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> it's, it not only is it a non-story, it's complicated and twisted and turned around and you got press release correct. But they should be punishing release. people for stealing because that's stupid. Yeah. Well, they got to figure they out a way to do it. They shouldn't be or they should? They should be. Hmm. Yeah, they should be. It's evil. Evil. It's evil. You, you yourself uh, are not averse to using emulators, though. Uh, I don't like emulators. In fact, I could write a, a, a bitchin' editorial on why do I it. like emulators. But I'm I not don't going think to Gettys, that, Gettys probably wouldn't be interested in that. Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like them. I like playing... You know, I'm all about the classic experience right i like playing an nes game on a old yeah, television you do that too i like i own arcade machines so like i like i don't even like the stupid emulation arcade machines here like they don't have, mm. the screens aren't rotated or it's stupid yeah. but yeah no i mean i think it's stealing i own a bunch of games like i i, I like to play those on the go if i could but yeah. mm. what do you think of emulation damon uh i think it i think for older stuff it's fine you know it depends I mean, it's necessary if you want to know about every arcade game ever made yeah you got, you i mean know. i like that you can still play any nes game you know, right now that you want to, yeah. without having to like track down a cartridge and blow in it and hope that it works. Whatever. I'm talking about virtual I, consoles not helping with that either because there's not enough games on there to like cover. Yeah, that's true. Emulation isn't really the problem with me. It's like people that are like bootlegging Pirates. pirating games Pirates now, like more current games. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, no one's really making money off of a 30 year old game yeah, right like, now. Like, if I want to play, unless bu- it's something that's available on Virtual Console yeah. or you know whatever. Exactly. But. If I want to play Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle. On NES. I was just like, playing that game. I can't believe that. That's really strange. Kimco. Kimco Shadow Game. I was playing that like, at Coco. There you go. There's a cute, cute little song in the background. Yeah. Hum a few bars. Oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll do it for you. Boom. Get it. Boom. Get us is Bungie's next game outed. Also a non news story? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I mean, we knew that they were thinking about making a persistent online game based on some comments they've made at panels in the past. Uh-huh. Um, but the part about them laying off a bunch of people and there being an Activision push to you know have them axe some contractors well, and that's stuff, what that's the all source garbage. Was, right? The source is like, I got laid off. Don't put any faith in that at all. Mm. But, but, but what was the original thing about uh, one of the Halo... Devs said, "Like, yeah, we were in. What if you could play? Totally. What Joe, if you Joe could Staten, play in a multiplayer world?" Joe Staten, who's a, 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 been a bungee for a long time, like he uh, he said, I think it was a PAX panel, maybe or a GDC panel. I don't know what it was, but you know, somebody asked him what they're doing with their new their new game, and and he said something like, "I don't want to misquote quote him, but it was something like, wouldn't it be cool if you could play a bungee game that was always there for you, or something like that?' To go back to the IGN article, you can see it's linked there. What he exactly said, but he didn't say we're making an MMO. Mm-hmm. He didn't say we're we're making a persistent online game. But what I've said, I think I commented in the comments field of that article, even is, bungee already has an MMO. It's called Halo Reach, and it has multiplayer matchmaking that is so fully functional that it's almost like you're playing online with this huge community, right? So the idea is what if somehow that information was persistent? What if somehow there was something about your character that stayed in the world 
after you left and and you had a sense that, that your character was kind of always connected somehow i know they're hiring people who do mobile work so would it, wouldn't it be cool if i could do stuff in the game from my mobile phone that like i could i could have a little avatar that i could do stuff with i don't know i don't know what they're doing we're only guessing at this point but connectedness is is what's happening in games so if bungie's not doing something that makes your um, your experience more connected, then they're, they're dropping the ball. Was, was there a fake title attached? To it was called or? Destiny. That's Destiny, what yeah, that's, that's right. what they said. But uh, there might be a planet in the Halo universe. I think. Well, this isn't a Halo game. Oh, okay. There's, this oh, is this is not a Halo. It's a brand new IP. Yeah. So backing up a little oh, bit, this okay. is the game that that Bungie is doing on a ten year contract like with Halo Activision. Okay. No, yeah, because Bungie's done with Halo. Bungie's done with Halo. Uh, Halo's being right. handled completely by Bungie, Microsoft course, now. So, course, yeah. uh, but the, the question is whether or not Destiny is the is the name of their new project. I don't know. I mean, they have a lot of code names for their stuff, uh, as Martin put pointed out in the article. The original Bungie game had a bunch of crazy code names. So who, know, who knows? Do you think I mean, it'll be on uh, PlayStation? Yes, yeah. it's going to be a multi. They've said it's going to be a multi-platform okay, cool. game. Yeah, so expect it on PS3 and the Wii. Yes, on the, on the Wii. Actually, knowing Activision, I'm sure they would love to have something on the Wii, but knowing Bungie, probably not. Uh, they changed their ways. Remember? Yes, yes, Activision, they're different they now. Sh- they're flying straight now. They're opening studios, left and right. You know what? There's a Halo for DS, so who knows? That's true. Duff it. <gasps> You've been stuffed. You cannot go to your store and buy Halo for DS, but no, but it did exist for a short period. It did exist. Uh, a couple weeks ago, a sequel to The Darkness was announced, and uh, now we know that Mike Patton will be returning to uh, provide the voice of The Darkness. Big Mike Patton fan myself. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the first Darkness game didn't turn out so well, but so I, let's make another one. That was. I, <laughs> I heard there was a mode where you could just sit on the couch with your girlfriend and watch a movie. There will. There are like movies showing playing on TVs in the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that's how it worked. That was cute. The Darkness was one of the first games when I, when I went to my first E3 with I with IGN in 2006, and I was going around the show floor getting demos of Bioshock and Mass Effect, and I also got a demo of The Darkness. And I, at the time, I thought it looked great. But... This one's gonna be the one. <laughs> I've seen some other crap. No one's gonna care about. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, but we're gonna see more of uh, Darkness 2 at GDC in a couple weeks. Sam, uh, we love this uh, this new Contra game. Oh, it's so good. Hardcore Uprising. I, you know, I'm going to make this like totally controversial statement. I, it's the best Contra game ever. I know, I know you've been saying that. That's that's a pretty strong statement. Yeah. Better, better than Contra? Thank you. Yeah, it's better wow. than Contra. It's awesome. It's really, really good. I don't know why they didn't call it Contra. It's a, this, so it's like, yeah, it's I guess it's not be... the best Contra game ever made. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a sequel to Contra Hardcore on the Genesis, which I always thought Did was my like, favorite. Did you actually research like the story like or anything? Is that well, this true? This is just like what Konami tells me. They, and they it, actually said that. Huh? They say that, the and Bah-, bah- Bahamut, the guy in the game, is the bad guy from Hardcore. Hmm, weird. But he's had a change of heart now. That's so oh, obscure. Good. It's I like know. nobody played that Genesis Does Konami Contra, still though? own the Contra license? The oh, yeah. actual Contra license? Or oh, yeah. Okay. And, like, you know, it plays just like Contra. It has music from Contra. It has spread. It has it's, machine gun. Yeah, it has the same weapons, laser. And, then like, the music. Do, 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 do. Well, maybe do, it's do. because they realize that kids, like, now don't have. Con- the word Contra means nothing to them. That's, Whereas in it. the 80s, you couldn't turn on the TV without hearing about the Contras. Yeah. But then it's like, I mean, why not? I mean, why not use it anyway? Like, does hard, hardcore uprising mean something to them? I don't well, know. hardcore. People say the word hardcore all the time now when they never said it in the 80s. They should have called it proper hardcore uprising. (laughs) Did you hear that that, that in Europe, uh, Contra series is called Probotector? It is called Probotector. Probotector? Probotector. What's it called in Japan? Probotector hardcore. (laughs) That's terrible. It's pretty good. Because I guess the the whole Contra thing wasn't as big to them in the 80s, I guess. Yeah, because they didn't fund... 
fun to contrast. But Damien, did they though? <laughs> what makes this game super different from Contra? That it's yeah. rising mode. Yeah, that it's a, a persistent uh, experience point leveling up system that makes it so cool. So every time you play in rising mode, you're earning points. The game is super super hard, just like a Contra game, like you would expect. Uh, really cheap cheap deaths. You know, you you get hit once and you lose your awesome weapon and. Uh, but you're, every time you play, you're in points, and then you can spin your points in the shop to. Yeah, so you die and you get kicked back to level one. Like you don't, you don't just like start the level up. You can continue a few times and then you lose everything. Yeah. But every like bit of progress you made is like encapsulated in this point system. Exactly. You go to the store, you buy better weapons, you start those levels again, and you just like blaze. Through exactly. Them. It's you just can, the best feeling. Cool. You buy more health for yourself. You buy more continues. So yeah. you're you're never ever wasting your time with the game. Yeah, and, and like it's I've awesome. been grinding in Contra. Like exactly. I go to the first level. That's <laughs> what it is. I just blitz my way through it. It's so fun. It's brilliant. And I, I you know I've been playing with friends online. It's great co-op. So they drop in. You know, we both like just score a bunch of points just because I have like later levels, so I can like take them through those. It's just mm-hmm. like it's a really cool idea. It's kind of like the uh, Castlevania Konami did mm-hmm. uh, HD. Uh, Not this Harmony is much, of much cooler, I think. Although yeah, there are some people in the office that really liked Harmony of Despair. It's true, but Konami, I think they're on a roll with these like little versions. You know, these little downloadable versions of their, their big games. Yeah, uh, their re- reboot of Rocket Knight Adventures wasn't so hot last no. year. I, just but, wanna, uh, I didn't play that. point out that like a lot of our conversation today has been about these small downloadable games. That's true. Totally. All the Telltale games, the Walking Dead game, uh, the Contra game. Like This is very different from even a year ago when yeah. mm-hmm. downloadable games were a very small part of the conversation. Well, also, I've, all this week at home, when I'm not playing Contra or Hardcore, I've been playing Stacking. Stacking, and me too. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Game, man. I'm just so, going back and forth. Yeah. And honestly, Dead Space 2 has been on hold for me because of yeah, those games. Me too. I'm just like, I want to get through it. For me, it's uh, Fallout New Vegas is on hold because I'm playing these smaller games. Ooh, don't yeah. go back. No, don't go. You don't like it at all. It's hard to tell if you're having fun in that game. Well, I, that is a really good way of, <laughs> way of pointing it out. I, I played a lot of Fallout New Vegas. I mean, yeah, eighty hours, and just recently just just completed it, and I just like kind of hmm. looking back, I'm like, yeah. well, I'm, I was just like I, doing do? it. I wasn't really maybe enjoying doing it, as it much. and doing it and doing it well. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I was having fun with Fallout New Vegas. Cool. I want to go back to it. But. Bully for you. <laughs> Anyway, definitely check out Hardcore Uprising. Super fun, really. Like lots of great big action movie sequences in that game. There Can't are, stop in I fact, love like it. the over the top stuff is is really good in it. And you know, it has this anime graphics yeah. thing, That's which normally thing, yeah. is kind of a turnoff for me. But I, I really like. It's just pretty. It's like yeah, hand, it looks really good. Hand drawn like little sprites. This was developed oh. by Arc System Works, the guys that do huh. Blaze Blue and uh, Guilty Gear. Yeah. So it has a very different look for Contra. Cool. Uh, it's great. Definitely check it out. Um, it's out on XBLA now, coming to PSN in the. Not too distant future. Really, not out. In the not too distant future. So we're out of news stories. Uh huh. You, okay? you missed the big one. Which one? No multiplayer in Batman Arkham Asylum or Arkham City. Mm. That is great news. You know, I know right? Love Thank that God. News. That is Thank big news. God. Really cool. Uh, Are they going to announce that for Mass Effect at some point? Uh, no, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I think it's going to be multiplayer. I think about multiplayer in there. Yeah, we found yeah. that out this week. We were, we're a little bit worried that there was going to be some sort of multiplayer forced into Batman. Yeah, I mean, How weird is it to say it that? Can it's be absolutely done. legitimate. Like, yeah. I don't want it to have multiplayer. So wait a minute. I you think want Dead Space Two is great, though, right? Yeah. Right, Greg. Yeah, and, and it doesn't but it still it. had multiplayer in it, and you didn't play it, so who cares if there's multiplayer <laughs> in it or not? It's true. Because uh, we were worried that this would be a Batman Robin story or a Batman Catwoman story, where oh, it, it would be, be built around exactly. multiplayer. I yeah. see. You're talking more about co-op than like competitive multiplayer. I'm, I'm just talking about messing with a good thing. Like you know what I mean? Like Uncharted did it in a really nice way, right? Where they had the normal Uncharted single player that was great, mm-hmm. and then they had these little offshoot co-op things you could do. Dead Space, same thing. Great single player story. Then there's competitive multiplayer if you want to go do it. That's uh, as long as they're doing it with that method, fine. Okay. And it's not. 
breaking the team in half, so they're not all focusing on one yeah, goal. Yeah, and they said that in the response to your, your interview, right? He yeah. said, uh, this is the reason we're not doing it, is because we want to put all our resources into making a great single-player game. That's what I want to hear from developers. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's like the pressure you get from your, your publisher to do like, you know, we need multiplayer in this game. Yeah. Like, to be able to resist that is awesome. Like, this, it, it is rare, too. Greg, where are you going to be at 3.30 p.m. on March 13th? I'm going to be at PAX East doing a panel with you, I believe. That's right. We're going to be recording a live game group there. And we hope all of our listeners will join us there. Uh, we're giving away a lot of cool crap. Well, yeah, we're gathering lots of free games and Is it just you free two? stuff. It's going to be us and Ty Root. Other guests to be announced. We have lots of uh, surprises. We're, we're, we're planning a really big show for you guys, so yeah. it's going to be awesome. I would say you could take Mjolnir with you and give it away, but I don't think you can take it on the you plane. You can't take it on the plane. It's, it's a weapon of mass fit. destruction, yeah. man. <laughs> I want you guys to get detained at the airport. So, 3.30 p.m. At the, uh, on the last day of uh, PAX East, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, you've been doing these uh, these Killzone kills of the days for for a couple weeks now. Yeah, a couple weeks, Damon. You know, Killzone Three. It's a big game mm-hmm. for the PlayStation Three community. Comes oh, yeah. out February twenty second. It's so. an exclusive title. Yeah, yeah. For Sony PlayStation Three. Exactly. They don't have many of those this year, so no. you got to hold on to the few glimmers of hope coming through the dark clouds. Uh, yeah. So you know, we got to review the game way early because mm-hmm. uh, Sony put an international embargo on it. So to fill that time, we started putting up kills kills of the day. Basically, you know, like. 12, maybe 12 seconds, maybe 7 seconds, just a clip of somebody running up, getting knifed, getting shot, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, universally, everyone loves it, right? Oh, you'd think so. You'd <laughs> think so, but no, there's been some comments of people not, not enjoying it all that much. And then huh. today, an email stood out to me that I thought we should address. Like you got coffee all over your email. I know. It's new, we got new beans upstairs, Sam, and I get so excited. <laughs> I just spill it all over the place. Uh, Adam Robert- Robertson does not appreciate the kill zone Kills of the Day. He writes in to say, what the hell is the point of the Killzone 3 Kills of the Day segment? I went on expecting extraordinary and or bizarre kills. Instead, I've been seeing basic kills that just look cool because they're in a good looking game. Press L1 to snap a dude's neck or stab him. What's so special about it that makes it a kill of the day? I wish these were more exciting to watch while actually showing some skill. Maybe you should kill the segment altogether. That would be a kill of the day I'd go for. He zinged you there, Greg. Yeah, he, he got us. He got, he got, he got IGN good as a whole. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I, I, I'm getting the sense that you're you're uh, fighting. I'm that. fired up, Damon. <laughs> and it might be time for another. Uh, Blow Greg. the dust off it. It might be time for Greg to tell the world what he thinks. So you ready? Seconds on the 60 clock. Seconds, Full dude. sixty second rant. And uh, you may. Begin. Adam Robertson, fuck you. We're giving you free content. Yes, I understand. They're cool videos that you're getting for free. You can go on and see. Why are we doing it? People are interested to see Killzone 3. If you don't like the kills in the single-player campaign, maybe that speaks to you not liking Killzone 3. I can't help you on this. And all of the motherfuckers in the comments saying, Oh, thanks, IGN. Way to run a 20-second ad before the 7-second clip. You pay 20 bucks to IGN Insider. You never watch an Another ad on IGN again. You get all your videos streamed straight to your fucking ingrate faces where you can see it and go. The f- this is what's wrong with the internet, Damie. Everyone thinks they're entitled to everything and they can just shit all over it. Yes, I'm sorry the clips are short and I'm not posting all of Killzone's 3 campaign in one eight-hour video, alright? I'm giving you sh- content showing you cool stabs to the face, to the eyes, guns that liquefy people, and you're pissing me off, and if you keep it up, maybe I'll never post another video again and another spirited rant from 
IGN's Greg Miller. Be nice, people. I know, right? If you, and not uh, to mention, okay, so it's kills and kill the day. The first day you go there, and you're like, oh, wait, this isn't that cool. Two days later, not cool. Stop going there. <laughs> Why do you keep coming this back time. then? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh, I got to see what they're doing this time. Jesus. Mm. And, you know, the, and the ad thing pisses me off, too. I know. It's, and it's because I don't even think about it, because obviously I'm an insider. I don't mind giving IGN a couple bucks. Is it even 20 bucks anymore? Who the hell knows? I don't know. I mean, it's not even, yeah, whatever. The insider thing is, is, you know, whatever. But come on, like, we put up like a hundred free pieces of entertainment a day, yeah. you know, like, yeah, we, we have to, we, we have ads on the site. That's how we make That's our how money. We... That's how we get you free entertainment. Yeah, you know? exactly. Sorry. Jeez. And this Adam kid, man. <laughs> and, and the fact that he, he's using our catchphrases in here, he's a fan. He knows us well enough. I know, to, and then yeah. he's going to come off and be a complete dick. Mm-hmm. Adam, you are officially relieved of podcast listening duties. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you don't have to listen to us anymore, all right? I'm sorry that our cool talking sessions for hours aren't as cool. Get the hell out. Ah! Scat! Scat! Shoo! You get off my horse, Adam Robertson! Get out of here! Shoo! Let's check in with the listeners. Listeners, remember you can always email us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Luke Frolic did. Hey, Luke. Luke says, uh, I was wondering what you guys think about the strategies of the new handhelds, 3DS and NGP. Do you think that remaking classic games... What? what what's NGP's strategy? Here's, it's bigger what? and two sticks think, and there's no games. Do you think Mr. Frolic can continue? I don't think he can. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Kevin no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> He says, uh, so do you think that remaking classic games like the 3DS is doing, or coming out with new games based on existing franchises like NGP Hold is on, doing... Hold on, the 3DS is, is not remaking, it's making two classic games. We don't know what else it's doing. This is what Luke is saying. All right, all right. All right. Getting the same fire. Yeah, I know, right? Well, they're remaking Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. And, and they are doing Star Fox as well. And Metal Gear Solid. Three. And, and the NGP is doing that with four. No. It's kind of a Nintendo... That did, was just a, hey, look at this, we can run... Oh, uh, they're scenes. not actually going to release that? Nah, who the hell knows what they're going to do. Okay. But. Nintendo did the same thing with the DS. They had... Uh, they just put out Mario 64 DS, right? Which I never played, but... Yeah, they did that. But there's some other games for DS that came out after that. There's some other games, yes. But for, as far as like launch, early launch stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. For early launch. Yeah. That was the, what they did launch with. Yeah. We're not even getting that here. We're just getting Nintendocs at launch. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Plus that's, cats. That's speculation, by the way. I am going to play uh, Ocarina of Time again on the DS. Oh, me it too. looks really pretty on the, yeah, the, on the DS. But please continue, Frolic. No, that's I mean, what that he says. That which, right. which one? So the DS is, he says the DS is, 3DS's approach is remaking old games, and the NGP's approach is making ga- new games based on existing franchises. Yeah. That's Tobias, man. Yeah? I think that yeah. seems like typical Nintendo versus Sony strategy. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo's always remaking its old games. That's all it does. When I look at, uh, just from above, like, just looking down at what three, what, what, <laughs> You're like, from Mount Olympus, from my like, Golden Hammer. I don't know. I don't play the the Wii, and I stopped playing my you know DS why Sony a while ago. You know doesn't do that? Because Crash Bandicoot sucks. Take that back, or I will smash you with this hammer. <laughs> that's Crash actually Bandicoot, I believe. That's actually a 100% true fact. Crash Bandicoot has always sucked. <laughs> what? Yes. I agree. There was no, yes. no reason for him to exist. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I see Nintendo do that. That's their MO. They, re, they remake their old stuff. They recycle their ideas over and over and over and over again. Is this a, sh- a shock to anybody that that's what they're going to do with the 3DS? <gasps> Plus, the NGP has a little back thing where you can slide your fingers around. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's this noise I make when I alternate my finger slides in the back. All right, then. We didn't like that question. Kevin Lauer says, uh, the once, this is also a portable so game. So die, Luke Frolic. <laughs> frolic. <laughs> die, Luke Frolic. There's another portable gaming question. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, 
He says, uh, the one's quiet portable that was gaming the sensor space. sound. Yeah, yeah, he's like reading through to see if this one's a dud like loops over here. <laughs> the one's quiet portable gaming space looks to get pretty busy with 3DS, PSP2, and Windows Phone, something or other. Always hard to predict <laughs> what Apple is going to do. What do you think the next step for the iPhone is? It's been nothing but advancing the graphics the last couple of years. Do you think they need to do anything to keep this new gaming market they seem to have fallen into? I think they're going to make a tiny one. Tiny iPhone? I think the The iPhone will become a controller to use with your TV powered by Apple. Your Apple TV. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. They're not going to add a D-pad. That's my, that's my speculation. No, mm-hmm. they will not. That's too bad. Because it'd be cool. Too much of a design no-no for them to do. I wonder if a third party could make one that fits in on the bottom, attaches somehow. But then people the, the, would never make design. a game based on who has that peripheral. No one will? I mean, it won't be critical mass enough. In well, order for but there's already it. plenty of games on there that that are supposed to use traditional controls, but they have an on-screen version of it. So maybe it would, it could just you could. Oh, I think it'd be, be great. But I think games. he's right. Like, I, you know, nobody's gonna retroactively change their game to have the D-pad stuff. And that, there's just too many people just like, yeah, we got to work around the D-pad, and they're just, you know, yeah. I don't know if the tech can just be like, we're gonna take the touch controls and. Make them D-pad. I don't think it works that way. Like, what if you could use the iPhone's touch sensitivity to control games but not have to look at the screen you're tapping on or sliding on? Because the problem that I have a lot of times with iPhone games is I hate the fact that I'm covering up the screen with my hands. Mm -hmm. Your fat fingers blocking what's happening. Yes, my big, giant, old man hands. So if I could do that, if I could use that awesome like tech of being able to be very touch things and have them move around very sensitively on the screen and have me looking at my TV, it would be awesome. I'd do that. My iPad, even better. But I think the next step, like what you know, this question to answer it, I don't think they really have like a games perspective on their next step for their phones. I mean, well, they I, stumbled into the gaming yeah, market, and I think they're still pretty bad at like you know developing their gaming market. Like, mm. They just suck at it. And we'll see. Maybe they don't need to. No, it, I don't think like, they need to. Well, I mean, if they want to go further, though, don't they? If they want to make those experiences better, like I just did Back to the Future on an iPad, and uh, I was disappointed because it's the best controlling one, like as far as pointing, making him oh, walk, and yeah, tapping where you want him to investigate and stuff. But then you get to cut scenes or whatever where the car is going back in time, and it's just <laughs> like it's like it's so what? framey, so stuttery, so stoppy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see why that it why it just it can't run. It, it wasn't optimized to run on the iPad, so well, that's just, just lazy. <laughs> yeah. Like that part then, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know that part, but uh, I mean, I've heard I mean, Dead seen, Space Wells. I can't download Dead Space. You've seen Infinity Blade, and it's amazing, you know. Slow. And those are just cutscenes. I mean, come on. Just I think. I mean, it was running poorly on PS3 too. Not as bad as the iPad. So mm-hmm. that might be the thing of Telltale. Yeah, I've noticed sometimes the reports are kind of shady. Uh, this is Quinn Sullivan. He says, "Good name." Hey guys, love the show. I've been listening since episode thirty. Long guys, time. So never. Have I. You never... 30? That was the one. I think about then. Yeah. Says you guys never disappoint. To, to bring a show full of comedy, me and my friends consider you guys to be the rat pack of the gaming world. <laughs> Damon would obviously be Frank, Greg probably Sammy Davis Jr. And <laughs> Really? <laughs> okay. Levi would probably be Dean Martin just because of the voice he has. I assumed I would be Jerry Lewis. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> no, you, are, no you are Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. I thought I would be Liza yeah, Minnelli. <laughs> so you guys have a 60-year-old listener? <laughs> Quentin Sullivan. He was frozen in ice. It says, uh, I do have a question. Recently I bought a PS3. With yeah. it, I've purchased Uncharted 1 and 2. Soon be buying DJ Hero. My question is, are there any good local multiplayer games to buy for the PS3, excluding music games? Little Big Planet. Yeah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim yeah. is a great download. He plays Captain yeah. Crashers together. Hardcore Uprising. Well, eventually. It will be, comes yeah. out. No. 
And uh, I always recommend Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. uh, awesome. Dead Nation. It was a fun one. I had fun. Uh, Killzone has split screen. You can play locally in Camp- Dead Nation? Campaign. Yeah, you can play local Dead Snake Ball. Snake Ball. <laughs> I just deleted that off my hard drive. I need some space. And you love so Mod sorry. Nation Racers, then? Good chance to plug that. Yeah, true. That's yeah, yeah, that's a great one if you're looking for racing stuff. Mo- uh, Motorstorm Apocalypse, I'm a big fan of. We went to an event last night. Got to play more of it. Still looks really good. Still fun to play. Hey, did that cute little Excite Bike game that you liked a lot have Joe a Danger. multiplayer? Um, oh, we did it. I don't. I never got to play that. I don't cool think though. so. I think you can create levels and then. Well, okay. no, I think it does that. Now that I think about Look it, it up on IGN. Yeah. I think I've seen. I think I remember. Just I think I remember seeing screens. Yeah, yeah, different yeah. colors of. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I, I don't remember whoa, offhand. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, Greg, how do you think this listener pronounces his name? Oh, this is Faisal Wadi. <laughs> he says, uh, "Hey, Damon, this is Faisal Wadi, <laughs> better known as." Fail, sail, to Greg, I'm your number one and probably only listener in Bahrain, Ooh. a tiny ass island next to Saudi. Ba- I was, Bahrain is having huge protests right now. I right. was writing in to to say that due to severe protests that are going on around these parts, the internet will be cut off all around my country. So I thought I'd write in and ask that. Funny. Wow. Good. I see what he did there. He's, oh, he's good. He he's off. turning his country's turmoil into our laughs and yucks. <laughs> yeah. You think he's really from there? You think that was just some kid in Kansas who needed to have a yuck? Is. I hope it's just some guy. Yeah. And the protests are not only you know going on, but they're also being you know quelled by the military, which is gross and sucks. Gross. Uh, this is Nathan Jester. The Jester. It says, me and my friends would like to go to a video convention. A video convention, huh? <laughs> I recommend the Adult Video News uh, convention. It uh-huh. happens uh, It's right around Avian. CES every Avian. year. Uh, I think he means video game convention, oh. but he says video convention. So he has a couple questions. Video convention. He says... Is it about VHS tapes? What would be the most fun for the average gamer? Pax. Pax Prime. What kind of cost am I looking at? Depends where you're from. How much from. do you have? He says, Life. we live in Missouri. Oh, okay. Are there any remotely close to here? No. Well, I mean, not like a big one. Not like, I mean, I, there's, so there's got to be local conventions, sure. Is there a PAX Chicago the, or something? Uh, no, there's Wizard one. World Chicago. or there's Yeah, it's Wizard World Chicago, even though Wizard closed now. That's comic books, but they have game stuff. Well, so the closest one would be PAX East. The, the, yeah, the, I mean, the biggest, the closest one that's like a big marquee name would be PAX East. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Nathan Jester, you and your friends, get to your the, the PAX East video convention. Yeah. <laughs> This uh, March. This March, Greg and I will be there, like we were just saying. Yeah. Giving away stuff. They should make their own in Missouri. Sure. Start your own. We can go cover it then. Start your own video convention. Yeah, why not? You can cover With beta. the Game Scoop, start your own video convention kit. <laughs> what is Comes it include, with Greg? Majora's camera. <laughs> Majora's camera? <laughs> huh. it's, it's late in the day. There we go. Just keep rolling. He says, this, uh, this is Pete Thomas. That's a good name, too. He says, my name is Pete Thomas, a.k.a. AKA Odd Mr. T. Well, I prefer. I don't, like I don't like what you're doing there, Pete. <laughs> you like this? I prefer the PS3 to the Xbox. Uh-huh. The the one thing I feel the Xbox has a clear lead on is the avatars. It's a small oh, thing, yeah, totally. I know, but there's something that's really been pissing me off lately with the Xbox avatars. I like to create an avatar that reflects me. I'm sure I'm not alone here. I can get a pretty good match with the face and the clothing, but I want options to create an avatar that re- represents who I am. Stop. A 36-year-old out-of-work high school art teacher with two kids. Oh, now, hang on. Hear me out, please. I can create an avatar of, my- of myself wearing a gorilla costume and have a chicken dance around it, but I can't give my avatar a stinking bathrobe and a cup of coffee? That's all I want. Can't Ser- you? Seriously, with all of the ridiculous themes and props they have available, why can't they allow me this? I guess this isn't so much a question, but it's been really bugging me lately. 
We'll pass it on to Microsoft. Maybe you should spend less time thinking about your avatar and more time trying to get a job. He's got two kids. They'll make money one day. Gettys <laughs> just tells it like it is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. He's got them out there seeding fields and stuff. <laughs> They're in these dingy diapers just dropping, just dropping in, tomatoes seeds in the ground. He's on the porch with his cup of coffee in his uh, bathroom, uh, che- checking his Xbox The land's avatar. coming on well today, isn't it, children? <laughs> do, you, do you guys try to make a... We don't want to plant tomatoes! <laughs> Why do they have tentacles, arms? Because <laughs> they've been hunched over for so long with the bag of tomato seeds around it. <laughs> <laughs> filthy diapers. Filthy. Swaddling clothes, these children. What do their voices sound like again? <laughs> Father, we don't want to fat tomatoes. They're British aliens. <laughs> well, they get work nonstop. And yeah, no, that's, that comes through. <laughs> the characterization I'm giving you. Yeah. I think you can really you painted t- a picture. <clears throat> All right, this is Peter Freeman. Uh, I think we know him. Call sign Starbucks. Yeah, I know that name. Says, uh, hey guys, love the show. I was curious about what everyone's guilty pleasure was. Mine is cable TV. Mostly Showtime shows, such as episodes, Shameless, and my all-time favorite, Dexter. I would not consider any of those to be guilty pleasures. Those are just good TV shows, right? Yeah. But, if you you have any guilty pleasures, I really like Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You talk about that all the time? Really? Pizza Hut? That's fascinating. I enjoy a good Cosmo. I like reading a Cosmo magazine. Oh, I thought you meant the drink. Mm. The drink. Oh, no, no, no. Just David loves reading. Cosmos, the drink. It's, it has to be the ultimate Cosmo. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of a Starbucks whore. Yeah, you, you are. You with those all the time? It's true. I mean, is that really a guilty? But yeah, I guess it, it kind, kind of is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I like to masturbate a lot. <laughs> you do like to masturbate. Yeah. You shouldn't feel guilty about that. Okay. You know. Sam, what do you got for us? Buying yeah. arcade cabinets? Yeah. I do feel guilty about that. That's more of a nerdy pleasure, yeah, not a is. guilty pleasure. Yeah. I feel guilty about everything, though, you know? You feel but if we're talking about food, I really like the, the crappy nachos you get from uh, from uh, Circle K or like oh, fair, oh that's a good yeah, fairgrounds you know yeah. Yeah. yeah but I mean these are all like cop out guilty pleasures except for his I mean yeah there's got to be something anything? else yeah I do it a lot into Majora's Hammer I'm doing it right now I like uh, I like biting my toenails you do not you do not <laughs> that would be a, that would be guilty yeah that'd be for sure I'll work on that. I'll come back to you guys. It's your assignment for your next game, Scoop Appearance. Learn to eat boogers. This is Steve Carley. He says, first of all, keep up the good work. You've turned my life dream from winning an Oscar to spending a day with you fine gents. Uh, Who's this? He's really like kind of taking it down a few notches. Is this somebody who actually spent time with us? Uh, I don't think we have. That's his life's goal. I see. Okay. Okay. Well, it was my life's goal to spend an hour with you guys on on an internet radio. Done. Done. Cross it off. Says anyway. I was wondering if you guys are excited as I am for Skyrim. Oh, I know not all, all of you got into Oblivion, but for those of you who did, what are you most excited for? I just want to have the experience where, like, so one of my favorite gaming moments of all time is in Oblivion when you, you know, you fight, you know, Patrick Stewart's there and he gives you your your thing, your your quest, and you fight your way through the tunnels and then you open that door and you're all of a sudden out in the world and it's this amazing open, just place that you can explore that was an awesome moment to me mm-hmm. and that's what i want out of skyrim i want that same moment where can you say that again with the hammer <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? where i walk out that door or I, I come through whatever and then i realize that this huge place is just there and i can do whatever i want 
I'm really excited for Skyrim because we were talking about this a few weeks ago. I never played Oblivion. What? But we've already talked about this, right? You, you said that I same exact. I can say exact... what every time you say it because it's crazy. <laughs> Whoa, Dad, calm down. But like, I'm, you Getting know, the hammer. hammer. <laughs> <laughs> But like I'm, you know, playing Fallout New Vegas. Like I just love the, I love those Western RPGs. So yeah, I'm really excited for to check out. Are Skyrim. you gonna play Oblivion before you play Skyrim? I don't think so. It's that's an old game. It's a, you know. <laughs> I've never played I play, Oblivion either. And like, I, I play only games. People slag it around either. me all the time. Wait a minute. I'm the only one in this room who ever played Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I always heard it was big oh, and fantasy. Buggy. All right. Oh, superheroes. They're really cool. They wear tights and they fly around and they have laser eyes. I was just giving you my impression of it. You're free not to like superheroes. I don't mind. Please live your own life. Don't worry about it. All right. Wait, I can't tell what's happening. I don't know either. I can't. He's trying to turn Are we around. Are or not? He's trying to turn around. I can't figure it out. Hey, you guys are using hammer's psychic gone powers. powers. As everyone knows, you guys have gotten into a fight on GameScoop before. Yeah, and that's right. We should probably not. Let's, so. just, let's just come together and agree that we hate Luke Frolic. Oh, yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> Dumb <laughs> question. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. You were saying about... Oh, I wasn't saying anything. You said I'd never played Elder Scrolls, but... No, I just heard it was uh, big and uh, buggy and, and a little, mm-hmm. not that great. I mean, I, I don't remember hearing... <sighs> Horse like, armor. I never heard somebody say, like, you gotta play this game. Yeah, it's amazing. Who talks like that? You, you, gotta, you gotta play, play this, this game. game. I thought like, that was a Mark Ryan impression. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it has its problems, right? But so did Mass Effect 1, and a lot of people Crap. just love Mass Effect 1. So, I mean, you, there are certain things in the game you gotta forgive. I, actually, a lot of people would argue Morrowind is a better game than Oblivion. I, I could see both sides of it, but... I don't know. You you, you got to be into the whole just exploration thing and making your own. Do you character. think it aged well? I mean, is it worth playing? <laughs> I'm so excited imagine. for this. Oh, I haven't okay. gone. Ba- I haven't gone back to it in a while, so I can't say whether it's aged well. But I actually should. I should fire it up again and see. Well, I, I'm excited, like Damon, for Skyrim, just because I would rather play that than play Oblivion at this point. Because I know it'll yeah, be better, well, probably yeah. mm-hmm. bigger. Yeah, I think a lot of the issues people had with it, with Oblivion were the fact that the enemies scaled with you, so you never had that feeling like you were turning into a complete badass. You could just whip anything you saw, um, and, and I think they'll probably change that for uh, I think Skyrim. it's silly that you walk around with a sword in first person, too. I think that's silly in a fight like that. Oh, it's silly to the man holding the cardboard hammer? You think I'm going to agree with you, Sam? <laughs> I'm not. What about in Fallout, like when you're holding like a, a super sledge or something? Yeah, I, like I never. Either. I only play with guns in that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't oh, I love the melee weapons. Oh, in yeah, that I, use, game. I, I don't like the, the fist. Is the ammo. my favorite. My the power fists the, yeah, are the my spikes, favorite thing. Spike in, knuckles or yeah. I don't have the vet. Yeah. Oh man, it's great. I'm just not used to it, I guess. We've arrived at our last email, and there's a photo here. Greg. It's a photo, I can see it. The uh, subject line of the email is "Bionic Damon rearmed." Cool. Okay. Do you remember when we were talking a couple weeks ago? I said if we were ever in a car wreck, car oh, right. wreck, you'd make, I'd be, you'd download my intelligence into the arm. Yeah, like if I lost an arm, I'd want to have <laughs> just like buying a commander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sean Wilson, listener here, for the ten thousand people that played that game, yeah, no, we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, no, we've talked about enough. Okay. Sean Wilson came up with a pretty good rendering of what that will look like when uh, a year. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, that is- <laughs> Look at the complexion oh differences. God. You got to tan my head at some point. <laughs> Take your head out. Get is- some sun. What is on your computer screen there? It's girls. Catherine, isn't it? Yeah. Catherine. The- is Catherine an anime? Well, whatever. Sean Wilson no, knows that. That's an upcoming game. <laughs> it but is? I don't think yeah, that it's, image it's is. It's this crazy like, adventure game with anime style mm. graphics. Well, he, I mean, Sean cool. Wilson obviously knows that I usually like to have uh, hot girls on my screen whenever I appear in videos. Yes. Yeah, I think I think we look good together, Greg. Yeah, I could see that. That would, I, that would work. That wouldn't be a bad life for me. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't look happy at all in that photo. These, <laughs> these are two interesting photos of us. I don't remember when that one was taken of you, nor I usually goof around in photos, and I am very stern in this photo yeah, that yeah. my head has been used with. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, we like, really like this, Sean. Uh, we're going to put it up on Thanks here. for leaving my glasses on, too, Dan. It's going to be oh, hard my... for you to type with one hand from now on. I think Greg is going to have to, like... My tongue sticks out? Yeah, you, your tongue is going to, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, de- like, I'm dead, right? Or uh, my intelligence is still there. Yeah, your intelligence is still there. So am right? I talking? Yeah, I think you can talk to me. Mm, you know, okay. we're still going to hang out. Are you, are you using my hand to grab things, then? I'm, yeah. And I, Greg, I dropped my pen. No, damn, I got, <laughs> you're rubbing my mouth on the floor. I'm still going to, like, put the headset on you, and you can still be on the podcast with me, too. Oh, well, that's okay, then. Then I'm all right. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, we love it. It's great. Uh, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. So we have a three-day weekend. Uh, everybody, everybody enjoy your uh, – have a great President's Day. Uh, and uh, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Damon. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop. And we're out. Don't listen to any more Luke Frolic. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.